Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And we just made a video going over all of these Instagram posts he made today. But one of them is this speech he made to, I think, Gap executives. And we didn't get to listen to the whole thing. It's a longer video, but this is the video where we listen to it and have some responses. So I'm going to hit play and we're going to sit here and hear what Ye has to say. It's far term. This is not celebrity. So he starts off by saying this is Sparta, you know, good old 300. Um, and he says, this isn't celebrity marketing. And one of the things to note, these photos on the wall are from the Yeezy Shades photo shoots that just happened in the last couple of weeks. So this is a meeting that took place in August of 2022 and might have even taken place like today or before he posted it. I'm not quite sure on the timing, but it's at least within the last couple of weeks. This is not a collaboration. This is a life mission. I didn't understand why I love Louis until I learned about Mark Jacobs. I didn't understand why I love Gucci until I learned about Tom Ford. I didn't understand why I love Ralph Lauren until I learned about Ralph Lipschitz. I didn't understand why I love Rap until I learned about Mickey. Me and Matt George brought season six and showed Mickey. So he's talking about the connection between the designers and the clothes and saying just when you know who the designers are, when you know who the people behind the product are, it elevates the connection or relationship you have to the product. So it's one thing to really like what Ralph Lauren looks like. It's another thing when you learn about Ralph Lipschitz and everything he went through to make the clothes and what it means to be owning a piece from Ralph Lauren, right? Half the stuff in this response is, oh, it's too good. So I'm not going to be please Terry back, this, that, that, something that can hit that old Navy price with the cut. And we go and we do TV commercials. It's talking about when they made season six, I think what he's saying is that it was too expensive and it was too good right the quality was too good and the price points were just not feasible i think that's what he's saying i may have to listen to it a couple more times but he then transitions into wanting to have that mix of an old navy price and gap owns old navy so it's not like he's talking to gap people and being like old navy and they're like ah it's like your brand old navy that has this price point we wanted to have the cuts of something that's really high quality Right, that level of tailoring, that level of fashion, but at a price point people can easily buy, which is a conversation that a lot of fans have been having over the years of especially like Yeezy Gap Engineer by Balenciaga. You see people uh, like $140 for a shirt. What Ye said he wanted to have prices people could afford, but it's also a Balenciaga shirt. 
that's $140 where you look at Balenciaga prices and they're like $800 for a shirt, $1,000 for a shirt. So if you're knocking down Balenciaga prices by 90%, that is a win. It's just still so much more expensive than other things in the gap. So you have some people that are seeing the glass half full, some people that are seeing the glass half empty, but clearly Ye is still on a mission to get prices down to what he thinks they should be. And we open up that store, we look at those stores, and we go through those racks and look at that product, whatever, and put that other shit in the outlet. And put they shit in the front throughout <laughs> every single gap store. And let's go take the Jason Pinney store it's not where I have it. <laughs> so he's talking about the uh, plan that they should have, this business strategy they should be having, in that you get these clothes that are immaculately designed, not just like the look of them, but the cut of them, the make of them, with these price points that people can afford. And you make commercials, right? You promote it, you get them in the stores, you get the stuff that you have been selling that hasn't been working out of the stores, throw that all to the, the outlets, the discounts, right? And then you take over when you promote this stuff and people are coming in and seeing it and seeing how good it looks, seeing how good it feels and wears. And then you start buying everything else, right? You're not getting taken over. You're the one buying JCPenney or you're getting it in JCPenney, something with JCPenney. But it's um, leveling up is the is the key idea here. That fully foam, bossy floor the kids are putting on the hoodies and these beautiful washed like vintage beach colors with the doves in the back and just take over the globe. You gotta have the strongest team possible. We will hire the best fabric. We will get cotton. We will order I think he said we'll hire the best fabric. We will empower, we will make a new workforce straight from the schools and reinvigorate American. The American industry, this country is based off the industry and with us collectively, we all have a responsibility to bring it back. So he's talking here about the idea of production and you're gonna have these high quality materials, but also people that know how to make them, render them, how to turn them into high quality product. And that you're gonna have kids right out of school who are learning how to do these things and want to do them, essentially like high quality trade skills, right? And right now we're at a point in American education where trade is really looked down upon. Uh, if you go from the high school off to the trade school, you're some reject. Haha, ha, you went to the trade school rather than somebody that's just going to get a skill and go into a career that is necessary and needed. We need tradespeople. This can't just be like a fully intellectual country where everybody has a marketing degree. <laughs> uh, imagine how awful that is because so many of these higher degrees uh, serve like a corporate world but not necessarily the rest of the world right and the idea that we need products that take manual skills we need services that take manual skills it can't all just be sitting around a table and brainstorming ideas you need people who actually do things and that the education system at this point has moved so far away from getting people ready to do things that it does seem smart to have like 
more formal training in practical applications and also just like more pathways for people that want to get in to this stuff like there's kids that i'm sure want to get into the world of fashion or be interested in this but they don't want to go off to like a specific fashion school or maybe don't even have the money to go off to a specific fashion school if you're finding ways to make trades interesting and accessible especially for products like this that's really exciting and i know we stuff this first felt like we couldn't do it different people we can do it with this team. Now you can, because people say, yes, we can. If they're able, I don't know. <laughs> Gets a laugh from the room. We will. Good. we got to be the highest energy brand in the mall. Who's got the most energy in the mall? Apple. Yeah. Respectfully, he's passed away. So he's talking about you got to be the highest energy brand in the mall. And the Apple stores in the mall are always like hopping right there's always people there there's foot traffic there's people coming in and out mostly because people are having issues with their stuff and they have to go to the apple store um not necessarily because they want to shop there but they people also do want to see these products in person when i wanted to buy airpods i went to the apple store just to try them when i wanted to buy like the um the maxes I went to the store just to try them on and be like, are these really better than the the bows that I've had for seven years? Yes. Yes, they were. <laughs> uh, it is cool to go to the store and kind of play around or back in the day, use the internet. You know, that was always fun. Passed away, so he's not going to be able to draw his attention. No one goes to those seas. I don't know the last time they lost anything. I don't know what it looks like. Is that interesting? When I slept in the state, they gave me some $7 million in merch. A night, and this is us capped at fifty thousand seats. Maybe we could have went to seventy-five thousand seats. He's talking when he slept in the stadium. <laughs> Remember those days when Ye was just living in the stadium? Uh, they were selling seven million dollars in merch each of those nights. So what? Night one, seven million. Night two, seven million. Night three, seven million. So we're talking twenty-one million dollars of merch between the three listening parties. And maybe even another seven million, maybe more, because they were selling stem players uh, in Miami for Donda Two. But it's pretty crazy to move seven million dollars in merch in just one night. People are going to look. People's eyeballs are going to feel passion and all of that. They're going to look. They're going to see. We're going to provide something consistently right there in the communities by having a collaboration with some black bands my family shows up to and then you know visit buying you know gap from you know thrift stores is not going to save the gap it's not enough so he's saying that i couldn't quite make it out maybe you heard it better than me but something about i'm what i'm hearing what i think i'm hearing is that the limited releases that they're doing that people are buying things and then sometimes things are showing up in um, the Goodwill, right? And kids are buying Yeezy Gap kind of secondhand through people that have given it away because it's maybe a little hard to get right now, isn't going to save the gap. So essentially he's just saying the current model of how they're selling Yeezy Gap 
or what they're doing with Yeezy Gap is not the thing to save the gap. This is not the needle mover. They have to change the approach and the way in which they're working with Yeezy Gap if they want to save Gap. It's not enough. And I love Gap. I gotta give you guys here's the third one. Here we go. You'd have to really give me the position to yay and do what I'm thinking. You really have to give me the position to yay and do what I'm thinking. The man uses his own name as a verb, and he should. That's fantastic. I'm going to have to do what I'm thinking somewhere else. Because one thing I've learned from Virgil, if something's killing you, it's actually killing you. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. That was heavy. I think he said one thing I learned from Virgil is that if something's killing you, it's actually killing you. Did I hear that right? Like, geez. Um, and we know that Ye's been like hurting over the loss of Virgil. And what he's saying here is like Gap needs to support his vision and how he wants to go about this. Otherwise, he's going to take it elsewhere because if this is so frustrating to him, he can't abide by that. Like if it's gnawing at him in that way, it's gnawing at him in that way. He needs to do something about it. We canceled the pre-order of the blue jacket. That's insane. I got three million emails over from Adidas and we didn't use them. That's insane. Which I don't know what happened with the the blue jacket. He's talking about last year the the Yeezy Gap like blue jacket was supposed to release and then all of these orders got canceled. And that was something that was really confusing why the jackets and why things were releasing so piecemeal. Um and it seems like Ye is even like people wondered at the time, is this something where like Ye was the issue and Gap's just responding? And now Ye is just being like, it's insane that that happened. Like, what are you doing? And then he talks about how he had three million emails from Adidas that he brought over. And I'm guessing these are people that bought things via Yeezy supply. But I also don't know about the legality of that like if people sign up for a newsletter with one company are you allowed to just take that information and use it for another newsletter i'm not sure if that's just gap being like hey we don't want any headaches or we don't want to be doing that i know when we started a newsletter for film colossus we were doing one thing with it and we we're gonna shift gears to something else and I wanted to just port over everybody that had signed up for the previous one. And Travis and somebody else were just like, that's kind of not what you should be doing. That's not as moral or ethical as it should be. So we ended up not and just had people like sign up organically to the new thing rather than just being like, you signed up once. We got you. But yay saying we had three million names and we did it use them like we could have used them we should have used them maybe gap has the excuse of like legally push up their glasses we can't or they're just fumbling like fumbling and i would put it on them that they're fumbling <laughs> that's insane we sold 14 million hoodies at 80 dollars with no logo on it off of one commercial and never ran the commercial again that's insane 
<laughs> I like the rhythm that he's getting into with That's Insane. So we heard the first one with uh, the... Oh, my God. We heard the first one with... Oh my God, how am I blanking on it already? I'm already thinking about the next thing I want to say, but he had the first That's Insane with the Round Jackets cancellation. Then the second That's Insane with the email list. And now he's saying the third That's Insane because they ran the commercials for Yeezy Gap just one time, right? We had Yeezy Gap commercials. And instead of continuing to show these, you don't. And I could see the argument that Ye's brand is big enough that you don't need to invest the money into it. Like, should Coca-Cola be paying for commercials in the Super Bowl? Not really. It's Coca-Cola. It's ubiquitous. Why are you even, like, advertising people buy it or don't? You putting a commercial out there is not going to convince anyone to drink Coca-Cola. But uh, if my video is glitching, I don't know why that is. It just started doing it for the first time the other day, and I still haven't figured it out. But... Um, Ye's just kind of in disbelief that you have these commercials that you paid money for. You want people to have awareness that this is a thing that's happening, that this is a, a brand movement, right? You want to make this a movement and dive in. And it seems Gap is still very hesitant about working with Ye and still trying to maintain some distance from him and the brand. I don't know. It's the whole thing has been bizarre. Pierre, we only win one sample set. On the Balenciaga collection, I'm sitting next to Anna Winter and Cedric watching an Adidas Balenciaga collaboration I knew nothing about. That's insane. We never did a fashion show. So he's talking about how there was an Adidas Balenciaga collaboration and Ye's sitting there next to Anna Winter and Cedric. I Do you know Cedric? I don't know Cedric, but it sounds like I should know Cedric. And it's just like, we're watching this, like Gap should have been involved. Why was it Gap involved? And it seems like there was an opportunity for Gap to be involved and that they never even did a fashion show, which is a way to elevate the brand, right? This isn't just the Gap that your mom took you to when you were 12. This is now the Gap that's doing fashion shows. Look at Adidas, like Adidas has not fumbled with Ye. They've seemingly stolen from Ye and are bringing like cannibalizing his ideas and making their brand more about what Ye was doing without necessarily Ye's permission. But they have elevated the brand and continue to find ways to elevate it. And it's the same thing with the Kardashians, right? As soon as they got involved with Ye, as soon as Ye started to give them the opportunity to elevate their looks, elevate their uh, reputations in the fashion space, they did. And while there have been some funny uh missteps at times or some actual like criticism like kim in the marilyn monroe dress for the most part they're now seen as really high level fashion people and kim continues to model for and wear these very like uh high quality designs and designers that she wouldn't have had the opportunity with and it's like you see how adidas benefited you see how the kardashians benefited and you saw how nike fumbled things and now it just seems like gap doesn't know what to do they just seem completely paralyzed by anything that Ye is presenting them with that's insane when we were on the phone with david simon and leo said we did 50 stores he said that's bullshit he never cursed again he said we went to play how many tricks on me and i called jay prince to have scarface perform with him but when he said 50 stores for gay, 
David Simon said, that's bullshit. I don't know what that means. I don't know who David Simon is, but it seems like what's happening is that they had this opportunity to work with David Simon and instead of giving him like a whole national rollout, they're just like in 50 stores, right? We're going to be cautious and just give you 50 stores and roll things out there. And he's just like, why, what are you doing? And I imagine there's, there's a whole overhead to everything, right? If you're putting clothes out in 50 stores, there's a cost to putting those clothes there, like shipping them there, the inventory of everything, the cost associated with just getting the things ready for sale is very high. So you do kind of want to hedge your bets by doing a smaller rollout, seeing how they sell and then expanding from there. But at the same time, you also kind of sometimes just need to go for it. And Ye, again, is calling out, I think, them not going for That's it. That's bullshit. It's like, you guys at the door, and you, and you, it's like, this is the moment. There's never be an opportunity with a guy like me that cares this much about specifically this brand and has done this up to this point. We are. If you're wondering why Ye cares so much about the brand, I can't imagine. If you're someone that likes Ye enough to where you're watching this channel and you don't know Ye's history with the gap, whoo, welcome, sweet summer child, <laughs> to being a Kanye West fan. Uh, you should listen to College Dropout if you haven't listened to College Dropouts already. But I know there are people that haven't. There's fans that came aboard in Life of Pablo or Yay, Kitsy Ghosts, Jesus is King, Donda, that are like, I'll get to the older albums one day. Well, Spaceship, a little ditty known as Spaceship, Yay talks about working at the Gap. And he really did. That was one of his first jobs, like early jobs back in the day, was working at the Gap in the mall. And that's why he has such a passion for this because it's part of his story. It's part of his journey. And he's saying, you're never going to have someone that has my brand recognition, my success in this space and my eye and creativity and love of gap. Who's going to be willing to do everything that I'm doing for you as not just a celebrity partner, but somebody who's on a mission to make Gap all that it can be. This guy's smiling. This guy looks so unhappy. Uh, like Tom Brady waking people up at 2 a.m. during COVID. But he went back and he got that ring at that point. And we're the football team. This is our football team. And I'm actually the Tom Brady because then the, the charge. Yay is the Tom Brady. Yay loves Tom Brady. $4,000 for a t-shirt. I'm saying like, here's cotton, here's seeds. How do we get this thing to $20? How do we go Costco? How do we go Old Navy prices? And I'm there in factories with no heat. I'm there, no security, no heat, no gold watch, no chains learning how do we get this to the high schools and the high schools they believe I said, this is bigger than us and we shouldn't argue amongst ourselves but i'm saying i have to go pull that sword out the stone you need to believe i have to go pull the sword out the stone man what a quote and of course yay would be the kind of person that sees himself as 
a person to pull a sword out of a stone. <laughs> I mean, I'm an only child too. I get it. I see myself that way as well. I'm going to show you faces this way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, he's talking about like, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Like, I, I'm going to make this happen no matter what. And I can either put you in my rear view mirror and you'll be like seeing my rear view, if you know what I mean. Ha ha ha. Or you can be there with me, like going on this journey. So he's essentially laying down an ultimatum of y'all need to get on board with this vision and this momentum and quit dragging your heels or else I'm gone. I'm going to go elsewhere and just start doing my own thing. I'll see <laughs> Yeah, and people start clapping at the end of the speech, and he's like, no, don't clap. This is serious. You're putting me in a position where, like, I'm ready to quit. Like, this isn't a thing to clap. This is a serious conversation. Let's, let's get serious. fucking jokes in Virgil's name, in my mama name. I'm telling you what and he invokes virgil's name his mom's name this is how serious this is to him it's not just oh let's do fashion it's like this is my life's mission this is like end all be all stuff for me it is. this is far and that's the end of the video so it's a six minute video i think that i ended up stretching to 24 minutes but you really like get an idea of Ye's vision his frustrations and what I can only imagine is Gap's hesitation about everything. And it makes me think of the conversation with Sway back in the day in 2013, the infamous How Sway, right? Where he's talking about wanting to do all of these things and not being able to because nobody's taking a chance with him. Nobody's giving him the opportunity to create and do on the level that he wants and sway's like why don't you just do it yourself why don't you and Ye's like how sway like how how do you expect me to have we were just talking earlier about overhead like the money you have to put in in order to get money out and starting a brand starting a company takes an investment and Ye was at the point where we found out a couple of years later that he was $53 million in debts. He had just put on the Yeezus tour, which was super expensive as well. And while he was making some money back from the show, it's just he was doing a lot of stuff, investing a lot of money. The likelihood of him being able to start something at scale that was going to have the impact that he wanted just didn't seem feasible to him on his own. And it's what we saw with yeezy and adidas right the yeezys the shoes that are just on the wall behind me are something where working with adidas in terms of not just the design but the um development and distribution like the actual process of making the shoes that's something that he could only scale because adidas had the capacity the network the machines all of it. Without all of that, you're wondering what kind of orders Ye is going to be able to fulfill. If you watch Shark Tank, <laughs> if you watch Shark Tank, you know that one of the biggest issues that entrepreneurs have is inventory because having the money to get inventory is often a problem. And Ye at this point, 
may not have the same inventory woes, but maybe like he's a billionaire, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a billion dollars in liquid cash available to him right now. So even if he wanted to start doing these brick and mortar stores or putting in all of this, uh, making all of these clothes, you have to wonder what the initial overhead is for that kind of thing and how much jeopardy that would put him in personally to do that. So we're at an interesting crossroad of Ye has been very successful using the model that he was talking about with Sway in the sense that he got some buy-in from Adidas and look what happened. It made Adidas a ton more money and Ye a billionaire multiple times over. And now with Gap, you could see how the same thing would happen again. But in each partnership, Ye has found these frustrations, especially as Adidas starts to cannibalize his designs and starts to uh, Yeify themselves without necessarily working with Ye, paying him, right? They have started becoming inspired by him and maybe moving past the relationship somewhat and some would argue like gay has made so much money from that partnership is it really like does adidas is it not like somewhat fair and i would say yay probably would say like no <laughs> no like i should still be on the board i should still have a say if you want to use what i'm bringing to the table then bring me to the table he is the table and with gap like Man, the frustrations mount as there continue to be barriers to what he wants to do. And as he said in the video, he even wanted to do a brick and mortar with Adidas and they're not moving forward on that. So it's like all the success he's had with Adidas and they still haven't done the brick and mortar. And then the initial success we've seen with Gap and they still won't do the brick and mortar. And is it because it's a bad business move? Oh, who knows? But it's just why not give this man the opportunity. So it's like, even when he's working with these huge brands, we're still seeing the limitations of him being beholden in some degrees to what they're doing or limited in the power that he has with the company to do what he wants to do. Even if they tell him, sure, we'll do it. They, they don't. So now it makes me just think back to what Sway said saying like, do it yourself. And is Ye in a position now where he can say, yeah, I'm going to do it myself is the post that he made talking about opening this store in Atlanta and moving these stores outside of Atlanta to other cities, other countries, the world. Is that the next step, right? Ye doing it himself with everything he's learned and the network that he now has and the backing that he now has, like he doesn't necessarily need gap or need adidas he can do more targeted specific partnerships like this is a, a text message from the owners of lids <laughs> reaching out to him about doing retail like could he do a strategic partnership with lids that eases the burden on him but still allows yay to have a lot more control in terms of what's being done so instead of him working for these larger companies he's now having these larger companies work for him hmm? Hmm. so that's it for this video until next time stay wavy and keep it loopy cheers